You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Almost Royal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Almost Royal After Show. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we were by the ramparts last gleaming? Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous night what so proudly we have lately streaming. Yes, like, yeah, I, I, know, I was like, wondering how sense. far we were going to go with this. <laughs> yeah, like, we just keep on going the whole we're day. Not. We should have discussed. Discuss. Like, yeah, I was like, man. should I just keep going? Okay. Hey, well, you did pretty good for not being a Native uh, person of America. A Native Or a Native American. Yeah, I was going to say that, but then I guess we all qualify. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to discount any. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Native American. Hey, very nice. Are you? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm just Watch those lines. Liar. <laughs> you liar. Poppy and Georgie would always cross yeah. them, but um, clearly. Hey, guys. I'm your host, Stephanie McGrath, and this is another Almost Royal After Show. And as per usual, I'm joined by, actually this time, we've got a special guest as well. Uh, stand-up comedian Sam, but I'm joined by my usual panel, starting off with... Hey guys, I'm Almost Dave, and I'm here doing Almost Royal. cha ah, nice. It's that comedy. Well done. <laughs> so cheeky. Um, I'm Sam Davidson, guys. I'm so excited to be here today. And J.B. Zimmerman. Always good to be back. Yeah, we tried that comedian's film, but it didn't quite work. So, <laughs> moving on, guys. <laughs> Episode 6, and we see Poppy and Georgie, hence the introduction, off to Washington, D.C. And we start off them trying to figure out which one is the White House. Now, guys, I honestly, when I was in D.C., I can, that's not such a stupid question. Not at all. white. I was kind of wondering that as I was watching, I was like, would foreigners know or not because to me for growing up here it's such a distinct landmark that you just recognize more so the shape of it and also when you actually get there there's a giant gate in front of it and there's also a lot of homeless people outside and you're like oh that must be the white house because there's homeless people all over it because and like people with signs so yeah yeah that's really the distinction there (laughs) i thought it was pretty hilarious because there are a lot of white houses in dc Everything seems to kind of be white. But it's not the one and only. True, true. I can completely understand their predicament, though. I myself was confused when I first went as a child, but um, I no longer am. Not really. Now, did Independence Day, that movie, though, did you then go, oh, no, I recognize the White House? No, that's clearly not the same one. Yeah, after you see it destroyed, then you're like, oh, that's it. Well, to me, that's why it's like an iconic image is because of those pop culture references like... 
Independence Day or any other movie or TV show where they're constantly like showing the White House and the outside and the exterior. So that's why I think it'd be recognizable. But I guess there's the I think uh, it's the Capitol building, but one of the buildings mm-hmm. does look pretty majestic. That's not the White House. Yeah. There's one other one that it's I the think Capitol. Is, yeah, the Capitol. That's the other one that's similar enough. I can see people confusing it. Although they, I looked at the Washington Monument, I was like, "Is that the White House?" <laughs> well, see, they thought it Just was the it... Lincoln Memorial. You know, when they went up, and they go, "Oh, yeah, that's the, you know, that's the White House," and and <laughs> they thought Abraham Lincoln was right. creepy, creepy. I loved so, it. That doesn't look like Obama. What? I remember in eighth grade when I went on a class trip to DC, climbing oh, I did that up. Too. We did you climb up Lincoln to sit on his lap? I don't think no. Yeah, I don't are, think we were allowed, allowed to. to. Are you allowed to do that? Yeah. I mean, I, well, you're like, you just did it. Yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to. Do I mean, it. sorry, I don't think you're allowed, but, um, it was a long time ago. I somehow got away with it, but I remember yeah. climbing up Lincoln and he is, cre- it is, it is a bit creepy. I loved them calling out, um, all of the things that Americans really aren't supposed to say. So I thought that was nice. Yeah. I, I yeah, I did that field trip too. And I don't think you were allowed to climb up <laughs> Lincoln, but I did. That's cool. I wasn't as cool as you. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't breaking rules Rebel. left and right like that. And then we just hear the police, whoop, whoop, Samantha, <laughs> you are now. And then they go, this is the police. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, when you exactly. do that, it immediately went to my head. Now, guys, I thought, though, on the trolley, I loved, and it's, again, it's not such a stupid comment when they were talking to those other people on the trolley, <laughs> and they said, where are you from? And they're like, Alaska. It's like, oh, is this your first time in America? It's like, it's part of America. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see that totally. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. that one's a little bit more um, believable. I think, like uh, Dave was saying, it was tough to not know what the White House looks like. I mean, you see it through the gates. I feel like just that part alone sets it apart from, yeah. I mean, the Capitol building does look similar, but I feel like just knowing that it's so, you know, needs to be such a secure place um, would set it apart. But for things like that, where it's you know it's a little bit more of a gray area you might not know exactly like who's supposed to be there um you know there's a lot of monuments going around so it's it's sort of tough to pick like oh that one shouldn't be there yeah and georgie's face on the trolley mm. do you remember it, he was like and his his face kept on like bobbing up and down as the as the trolley was moving, and it was as though he has never been on anything like that in his life, and he was just so taken aback by it. And then with the Alaska thing, and they, I just love how they brush things off so easily. Like, oh, okay, thank you. Yeah. And then moving on. That's nice. Anyway, we just offended you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, they move on to because, of course, now this episode. I think this episode I felt Georgie was getting a little bit more aggression came through. Or maybe not aggression, but he's getting a little bit sick of our darling sister Poppy. Always everything about her in a couple episodes, including in the car driving. But again, it was Poppy and now she wants to be, she wants to run for <laughs> High Sheriff of Norfolk in England, where they're from. Yeah. And so she needs the political coaching. So off they go and they meet. What do you think about Chris? I thought it was good. I mean, the calling her out on the jazz hands was very helpful. Um, yeah. No, yeah, um, he was just trying to help. He was very, very nice to them, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people in all of the situations that they've been in, I know, would have been like, what is this? I'm leaving. You guys are crazy. But he stayed and he tried to, I mean, it was a, 
<laughs> right. I was actually s- sort of surprised at why he didn't call them out on um, that tongue twister thing that they were saying. Like it, um, everything that matters better is matters. good yeah. ma- to make it matter. Want to? We are you- making matters better matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I feel like matter matters, a more constructive criticism would have been like you know you want to stay away from all the like, confusing um, tongue twister type phrases. And be a little bit more clear. He, it seemed like he was steering her away, but not aggressively enough, I guess. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, too, that he just took a, more of a backseat to that. Like, okay, well, change. And then when she kept on going with it, he's like, okay, well, that was a good version of it. And he didn't, yeah, steer away more from that. And Georgie was in the back the whole time kind of mouthing it like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better. Yeah, like... That was pretty funny to me, Georgie's reactions to it. And then the influxes, he was trying to tell her. He was like, make it like this higher note. And he would try to help her so much. But but the best was when they started talking about the uncle. That um, does not is not part of the family anymore. Yep. Yeah. And the things... Uh, I, I just love Poppy. I think she's amazing. I kind of want her to be my best friend. <laughs> the uncles and the families gets lots of reference. I think we've heard yeah, he about does. that uncle You've before. Yeah, he before. Yeah, he's always pinching because he was like, well, what do you do with people? Unemployment and stuff. Well, as long as they don't want a handout or anything, then that's fine. <laughs> and then overall, I think Poppy was back to in true traditional Poppy character. Um, no, didn't learn anything. In fact, I, you know, she just wants to hear a talk about herself she's very good at that <laughs> she's a pro yeah it was funny like watching like trying to gauge what his reactions were to the things that she was saying which were so clearly offensive like that yep oh, and it, it's funny though to me because he wasn't really reacting much to it i'm just like stonewall i guess he's heard <laughs> yeah. it all yeah he's yeah. probably just so desensitized to everything being in politics for so long well, i'm thinking to myself what else has he seen that this is not shocking him <laughs> well see that's he was it almost seemed very normal to him do you not think yeah. in the world of politics he would get people like that? I don't know, Sarah Palin. Um, hmm. You get all sorts of people that they're like, I'm going into politics. You know, this is this is it for me. Literally like Poppy. Yeah. All about me. And he's like, it's not about you. It's about, you know, your audience. She's like, yeah, Hugo, my ex-boyfriend. That's what I said to him. <laughs> you know, it's not right. me. It's you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then we move on. Now, I was a little bit... I know we saw it at the start in, in the first episode in LA where Georgie was getting the car and we were seeing him driving. Um, so, again, we slip into another driving this time. Poppy wants to learn to drive. She doesn't yeah. want to be the back passenger. But did you think for DC? Yeah, I mean, this was another... Just because we've done it, this before was kind mm. of the same note at that. I would have... Uh, I thought part of it was funny when she kept trying to stop and he was like the cameraman's like 25 feet away and they like we're inching forward mm. I would have loved to see like in a little bit different way if they were doing a driving scene maybe she was going like too fast I assume that she might know how too to drive furious. <laughs> exactly um, yeah I thought it was kind of a strange choice again this was one of those ones like uh, I mean DC and driving there's nothing there to me there's no correlation whatsoever so it just mm. seemed incredibly random and it was like it was fine with the driver or the the instructor like watching how patient he was trying to be like that was amusing but it was still just a really random choice so like okay i don't know why they're choosing to do this one but okay i'll go with it mm. so yeah i don't i don't know why they chose that but what city would have been 
the right city to learn how to drive. Well, L A. Like, but yeah, L A. would actually like make sense because you're always yeah. in your yeah. car. Exactly. And which I, they did, or Detroit. They did. Yeah, or, I mean Detroit because that's the car city. Oh, yeah, that's true. I suppose. So. But I mean, it's still it's also just one of those random things where it's like to me, it's almost an unneeded one. You don't really need to even have that period. Yeah. But like first episode because they just got to America and they want to mm-hmm. learn how to drive in the correct passenger seat. Right. Okay. Fine. Right that makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. Right. So okay, I can see that. But then it never needs to be revisited. I would think. Yeah. I really felt Georgie. Poor Georgie actually took really a back seat, literally. Nah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, in this episode, completely. Again, it was because it was Poppy wanted to learn about driving and stuff. And I mean, um, did anybody pick up on the? I myself am not familiar with it. Uh, a few of the other different meanings that we've spoken about, the different words, even though we're speaking English. Um, sponge. Yeah, I've, I've I've got the implication of what it probably was supposed to mean, but um, right, he used never... that. Yeah, he used that. Georgie used that same term when they were in the dancing, um, the ballet scene. Oh, did he? I think. Yeah, when did he, he use that one? Um, I thought he used Why that he to use that? Um, make the family. Fa- sorry, Fanny and Algie. Um, to say that's what it was. But I've never heard that before. Yeah, I've never heard that one either. I mean, in the context, you can kind of guess what they're talking about, but. I'm not a vernacular I would have chose. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm yeah, I've never heard that one. I'm not sure sure how frequently it used. I mean the only thing it came to me, because I know there is an actual female contraception, it's called the sponge, so that's oh, really? how it came from there. But yeah, there we go. New lingo guys, um for all your viewers, go around. So when I go to London next time I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna use that. The and sponge. it'll be really awkward and people are like, Wow why do you keep on bringing that up? I'm <laughs> like, I'm just interested, okay? <laughs> I just want to talk about... I just want to talk about... Female anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's gross. I thought this, again, we found... And I enjoyed it. I'm glad they decided to tread that line between... Ooh, touchy, touchy, maybe, for some people that are very PC in America. When they go and meet Robert and the House of Representatives, and they hit upon, of course, the discussion of gay marriage, legalized. He's from Alabama, and he shares his views and they share theirs, you know, with David Cameron, even though gay marriage as of this year <coughs> is now legal um, in England and in Wales. So what was your take on uh, beloved Robert? It's funny because, like, I, I'm sure he's used to the camera stuff too, so he didn't think anything about it. I guess, like, that must have just been his real views because <laughs> he's just, like, was totally okay with everything they were saying. And so I'm just like, well, there we go. That's that, Congressman. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's what I think about him. He, what I thought was so funny was that he left them for what seemed like a very long time. Mm. And Georgie goes, I think he went home. As in, in like, home, home. And then he comes back and he looks shocked to see them still sitting there. Like he had forgotten about them. And I thought that was so funny. And they were just sitting there waiting for him. And it's almost as though, like, where had he been? Yeah. That was something I was... See, that was something I was wondering if they were playing that particular one up for camera. That's kind of what I imagined was, like, maybe they were only there for five minutes, and they're just like, let's just do that thing. But uh, it was odd that he kept on, like, it almost felt like the conversations were so brief. He's like, oh, well, I got to go. It's like, well, dude, you're you're doing a national television thing. You you would think that especially someone like him would be honed in on, like, oh, well, I'm on TV, so I got to really make the best of this, especially someone like that. 
What's your type, Jamie? Um, similar to to Dave, I, I feel like because he, I mean, in politics, you have to be so rehearsed whenever right. you're in front of the camera. Like your image is everything about you. It's like your brand. Um, so they have to be kind of hyper aware of everything. I, yeah, I feel like that is an easy one that they could have um, done more for camera, just because I feel like they'd have to explain themselves a bit more before being able to be in that position with them. Like, not a whole lot of politicians are going to put themselves out there in a vulnerable place like that. Yeah, it was surprising that he, like, said that, and especially when it was, like, on TV, like, there's a lot of people who are going to be really bad at you for saying that. Little insensitive. But I don't know what his, uh, I guess you just have to wonder, maybe that was what he ran on were those positions, and that's how he got elected, so you never know. I mean, there were the thoughts that I was thinking. I... If I was a politician, wouldn't he? You think most politicians, they just, they're a bit media hungry. They would love their time yeah. to advocate their mm-hmm. issues. And, and yeah, yeah you're actually right. Maybe that was his, maybe that's his leading argument. Like that was his platform. Like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's like, yeah, like you were saying, yeah, it's surprising me that he wasn't more media hungry to utilize that more and push his agenda. But Odd. They, they handled yeah. it pretty well. And I would love everybody's take, though, because as myself, having gone to college in Australia and not going to America, because we next see them, they go off to a frat house, which I can see the relevance in terms we're talking about DC, the academic, possibly. Maybe. I wouldn't have picked DC out of all places. It's not really renowned for... Well, there's a good university there. I think it's called George Washington. Yeah, there's George Washington. Right, yeah. Georgetown. Georgetown. Right, which mm-hmm. is actually a really big, prestigious university, uh, especially for but going I mean, to it's politics. Not like, it's, it's, you know, um, it's not like Brown University. It's not like, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a weird choice again of like, well, there's big universities everywhere. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, they're in L.A. They could have gone to USC or UCLA. They're in... Um, I don't know. I mean, Yale, places like that. Right, or they could have gone to Stanford, which is close to... Uh, LA. So it was another right. odd choice again for the fraternity thing. But I was like, I, I pledged a fraternity. I didn't end up joining. I was like, yeah, that feels like a fraternity. Well, see, that's what I wanted to know. What mm-hmm. what they showed is that your typical? I have no clue. In a frat house. Uh, yes, they are very dirty. We do not like to do dishes. I still don't. So see, ours actually like ours was really clean because the pledges had to clean every single day. So every day, pledges were cleaning. So it was actually pretty clean until you got to the people's individual rooms and then it was like havoc and explosion but um our our campus was a dry campus and you weren't technically allowed to drink even if you're 21 in a fraternity and inside no one followed that rule but that was something i was noticing that to me was odd as my own college experience was that they were all drinking outside and hanging out drinking beers i was like we're not allowed to do that in my college Well, I um I actually did go to USC and I was in a sorority and uh, had quite a Now what's sorry guys, yeah. the lingo and I'm sure everyone knows about this. <laughs> sorority and fraternity like what's the Oh it's just guys and girls. Mm-hmm. The, the Oh, names. is that it? Yeah. That's yeah. It. But uh the sororities can't have parties like the fraternities can. Uh we just go to the fraternity houses to do that. Um, That's and a it's, bit sexist. It is, but well, you know what? We like our the, clean stuff. I mean, it depends on the university too. Mm. I, it's not like I think that's not a specific sorority sorority rule. I guess, but I've never been to a sorority where they're allowed to uh, have men in the, uh, the sorority fraternity world. Is actually pretty sexist. It's uh, yeah. very stuck in the past. Um, actually, some houses. Uh, 
uh, some universities aren't allowed to have sorority houses because there's a certain amount of women that live there and they're considered a whorehouse. While really? there's yeah, while there's frat houses everywhere, and, huh. th- and that does not matter. But yeah, if you have, I know that I um, guess all yeah, I guess like all the if I always saw frat parties, my sorority parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just a funny thing. It's if you have like a certain number of females living in a, in the same place, it's like considered a, a whorehouse. Oh, really, Bravo. the weirdest mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. rule ever. I, I, I definitely think it's something from the past. But so uh, like of all female dormitory would be a <laughs> exactly. Apparently, <laughs> the biggest in the world. But I, I liked I liked that frat part of it because it seemed really real. It uh, these guys, I mean, they probably were all drunk and they couldn't even really tell that these people were acting so weird. Yeah. Right. Um, well, then there's the whole story of like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you just uh, show a little bit of skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not a drinking game at all. It's I just know they're like you when you're drunk. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna do. Uh, maybe I'll do that. If you get me drunk enough, that's that's what all the frat guys, it seemed like they were thinking. It was right. like, oh, I've never heard of that game, but maybe. <laughs> yes, uh, I guess. I'm not going to close <laughs> off anything. I'll tell you, I'm glad they did include beer pong. Because for me, yeah. that's a very yes, American yes. thing. Oh, is exactly. that? I was introduced when I first came. I really? Like, what the hell is this stupid game? <laughs> yeah. That's so when, funny. Um, actually, I was reading up about other countries having America-themed parties. And like <laughs> and they, they do this internationally. Pong. Yeah, they play beer pong. They play That's a lot so of funny. other games like flip cup and stuff. The main oh, what, 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 um, oh, flip. oh flip cup. Um, you take a, like a red plastic cup and you try to like flip it upside down. Well, you have to have a little bit of beer in it, and yeah, it's um, kind of like a relay race, if you will. This you is an education. Okay, so, so you, you, know. Know. you yeah, more you know. a shot, or you put beer in, like just a little bit, and you have to take it and then flip it over. And once you flip it over onto its side, mm. the next person gets to go. And there's two teams, so you're trying to race to see who can finish all their cups and flip it over first. Great game. Way better than beer pong. I, prefer, I, think, um, <laughs> I think in Australia, and I think partly in England, we we do a lot of singing. Yeah. Game. Singing game. We like to cheers and, <laughs> and just yeah, a lot of singing. Oh, we don't. Just how do you do in those we games? We just drink. Um, yeah, I'm clearly very, very tone deaf, <laughs> and so uh, though the more I drink, the better I think I sound. Just like Poppy. Good, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like every drinking game is that that way. Yeah. When when I first moved out of here to LA, I was living by UCLA, and I was living like on the campus grounds and. The place I moved into was disgusting, and the, I was trying to figure out why. And the people moved in, they go, "The one rule, bro, when you move in." So the people that were there before us were always keep the game going. And I looked on the ground, and they had taped on the ground a beer pong like table thing on the ground. So they'd literally been playing beer pong on the floor. So now that's wow. what I think of when I think that's of beer pong. I'm like, oh, yeah, that the beer pong floor at UCLA. Classy. Exactly. I love that scene. I uh, I was in a frat myself, so it was kind of mm-hmm. nice to see that something a little bit different um, going to the college. I feel like they didn't go far enough. I yeah, I thought loved, they would go further. Right. Yeah. I would have loved to see them like play for a while or something, and then maybe one of them could have like gotten drunk or pretended they did, and just the shenanigans. Or Georgie there. actually tries to play <laughs> the game, not just mentioning exactly. it. Yeah, or he could just like all of a sudden next thing you know there's like a blur and he's like running around naked. Yeah. That would have been really great. Mm, I like that idea, but anyway, note for <laughs> note for Chris, one of the producers. Um, <laughs> we'll let you on that one. Now, the grits. I I love this as a female. They were so. Uh, I don't know something about all the women, older women with guns, and they really <laughs> owned it. And it was. I, I just really liked them. How often do you do this? Every day. 
Every day, they said. Yeah. I had no idea something like that existed, honestly. I thought it was kind of funny. It almost gives this just to me seem like such an American thing. It's just like, yeah, you know, getting together, shooting our guns off every single day. It seems very American. Not that it's not fun shooting guns, but it's just like, it seems so American. Mm. Then again, I mean, like, hunting is a British thing, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I was surprised at how well Poppy did. I don't know how if she got to shoot before that or if there was some practicing involved, mm. but she totally nailed that clay pigeon. Yeah, yeah. I think I honestly I think of it as being a really British thing to go shooting like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it, it's almost more British, like to go that type of shooting, hunting, hunting. I guess seems American to me, but like shooting clay pigeons, all that. I really think of uh, England or the UK at least. Yeah, funny enough, I'll agree with you on that. But I think this is. So many shows and reality shows, we always see if there's a gun scene, it's always with males. That's why I really like this group of older, strong gunfighting women. Right, I feel they like that's a, that's a new reality show spinoff. <laughs> yeah. That group. Oh, I don't like, know, they seem yeah, too they fun. They, that they actually weren't... is an idea. Yeah. You know, someone's going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> just, just you pitch it. <laughs> you pitch it. The next show on it. Um, now, we then wrap up and finally off to the opera and we take, of course, Daddy with us. Um, slight spillage. Um, <laughs> I think that was the best part, actually, was the spill that, in the whole episode. I think that was my favorite part. Oh. I just broke out from laughter and I was, like, watching it alone, so that was... <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that to happen the entire time. Yeah. But that was, like, the one thing where, like, people could, like, <coughs> like, for real, legitimately being reactive. Right. And, like, because a lot of these situations we really don't know if they're in on it or not. And this one really mm-hmm. seemed like they're, like, like, the one guy's, like, who's spilling? The guy's, like, uh, Georgie. Um, like, he was confused. Like, he didn't know what else to say. Like, where <laughs> like, he that's go? all I know. Yeah. Well, because dad, his dad's name's Georgie as well. So, right. it's like, Georgie's, George, uh, it's his father. Yeah. So, I liked watching everyone's reactions to that. Everyone's trying to stay away from the table. Like, oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it's just this, such a unique situation, so gross, um, and it just, we got so many genuine reactions out of that. I feel like that was one of the few scenes that they crafted and just set it up, so it's just like, well, let's see what happens, and I thought Georgie executed it perfectly, it totally looked like a legitimate spill, and then th- yeah. it was so funny that they kind of just, like, cutty bounced out and just, like, let people <laughs> deal with that, <laughs> so still, like, all over the place. And all over Poppy. Exactly. She's like, on my dress. Daddy's on my dress. Georgie, why do you always do that? He's like, I know. I always, Daddy will be so mad. (laughs) Just always disappointed in me. (laughs) Well, they left a little bit of Daddy then in DC. And he would have loved that, being a lover of America. Now, guys, let's get to prediction time for the final episode. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Sammy, you're right there, darling. Am I what? You're right. Oh, Coffee. no, I'm fine. I know. It's part I'm of the routine. I'm a bit of cold, guys. Stand up. It's part of the act. Yeah, talk yeah. a lot. <laughs> talk a lot. Hey. Um, let's hit it. Dave, what do you think? Nashville, how are we going to wrap this season? Uh, all right, so they got to go to the Grand Ole Opry. That is absolutely going to happen. If it doesn't, then I'm going to riot, and by that I mean stand up and just sit back down and finish watching the episode. <laughs> yeah. But I think Grand Ole Opry, uh, Nashville's the home of country music, or at least they call themselves the home of country music, so they're definitely going to do a lot with country music. And I don't know. I used to do uh, breakdance competitions in Nashville. It's called Bashville, and if they go to that... That'd be awesome. I don't think they will. But it was like a once-a-year giant b-boy competition. Why is it in Nashville? I don't know. Again, I guess that, but started. that's like some of the things that they do in Always Row that just doesn't... Yeah, I but know. I mean, definitely, though, the country theme, Grand Ole Opry, those are the things that got to happen. 
Yeah. Um, I think we will definitely see Poppy singing. We saw that in a preview. Um, it's like Texas again. Mm-hmm. She's just trying again. Um, a lot of music. I'm, I'm hoping to see Georgie do some dancing. What if they bring them out on stage at the Grand Ole Opry? That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty that be epic. Good. That would be amazing. I would also like to see that happen as well. Definitely. Definitely. I feel like in this, it's sort of what we were talking about globally, what we yeah. wanted out of, out of the, um, series or if we could pick anywhere for them to go. It is a little bit more quintessential America, I yeah. feel like, um, kind of being more in the heart of, of the country. So I feel like if they touch on that more, like, really proud Americans, yeah, that could be, like, a good setup for, for some type of clash. I really want something where there's, like, a lot of conflict um, in a good way. They're great about bringing everything sort of back on their own stupidity and, right. um, and that. So I really hope that there's sort of that mixed in with a little... I mean, in the South, they can be very polite in the Southern hospitality. I hope that they overstep that a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun to see. Of course they will. And what about you? I think, I agree. I think Dave, again, will be going off to see a few of the iconic places in national singing. It's got to be in it. Um, I hope that Georgie gets more of a... Georgie Lee's on a higher <laughs> note of Aang. More about him in this episode. Sorry, Poppy. I love you, darling. But, you know, too much, Poppy. A little bit too much. Um, now, guys, don't forget to download us on iTunes and rate us. We want that last five-star rating so we can finish this hilarious show on a high for next final episode next week. Now, where can we find you, Dave? So you can find me on Twitter at TheDaveKlein. That is K-L-E-I-N. And thank you guys so much for having me. You can find me at SamD43 and Sam Davidson Comedy on Facebook. You guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at Host McGrath, M-C-G-R-A-T-H, and also on YouTube at Stephanie McGrath Host. So we look forward to, guys, seeing you all next Sunday for the final episode of Almost Royal. And we hope you've enjoyed this fabulous season as much as we have. Have a good night, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 